Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. In case you're new to the show, I want to say that I am located in Jamaica. And not Jamaica, New York, but actually Jamaica, Jamaica, the island. The other day, I found out that there is a government program that offers 0% loans for housing. Although this will benefit me, I do not think it is a good idea. I know I might ruffle some feathers when I say this, but I feel the same way about NFT projects that have 100% of the sales slated for donation to charity. Today, we're going to discuss why I think it is short-sighted thinking. As with most places in the world, the housing cost is actually going up much faster than the wages. So for a lot of people, they feel like they're being priced out of the market. So on the surface, 0% housing loans seems like it is a wonderful thing because it just makes everything that much more accessible to people that might otherwise not be able to afford a house. And as I said before, it will benefit me. So this is something that I should be excited about. However, I have a major question. How will this loan be serviced over the long term? See, especially here in Jamaica, inflation is extremely high. Everywhere right now, it is really high with all the craziness that happened over the last two years with COVID, but Jamaica right now is facing over 10% inflation. So just simple math on paper makes me wonder, how are they supposed to service a 0% loan if the cost of maintaining it is going up over time? And I went as far as to say, I just think it's unsustainable. And I spoke to a few people about it, just trying to figure out how this possibly could work. And they made it seem like I was Mr. Doom and Gloom, or I was just a negative Nancy or whatever you want to say. And they were disappointed by my trying to figure out the math. So taking this to the whole NFT space, it's the same thing. When I see a project on the surface that is being advertised as 100% of these sales from the Mint is going to go to whatever charity it is, and 100% of the resale, all the royalties from the secondary market, that is also going to go to whatever charity. That really sounds good because on the surface, you're saying, okay, that is absolutely amazing that this founder is not going to pocket anything and all of it is going to a worthy cause. And that sounds like something I would love to jump on right? I mean, after all, with traditional charities, every so often you hear of some major scandal that breaks that these executives were having multi-million dollar bonuses and a massive percentage of it was going to lavish lifestyles and just waste. And it was not going to the causes that it was being advertised to be helping. And of course, in many cases, whether this be with helping children and uh, food or whatever it might be, there's always that emotional appeal that really gets to people to donate to this thing. So it is very discouraging and disappointing. People are upset when they see that executives that were already in a privileged position were spending that money on themselves or withdrawing it as salary or maintenance for admin or whatever it might be. So I understand why this whole 100% charity thing has its huge appeal because on the surface, for me too, it caught my attention. I said, wow, this is something that is not going to support the admin or whatever. All of it's going to be paid out. That sounds very good. But once again, once I start crunching some numbers and just trying to uh, step away from it, all the emotions of thinking, okay, I don't want any of the money to go to admin and so forth, it really puts me back in the same place of just looking at simple numbers. One of the best analogies I could possibly use to say why I feel that this is not a good idea is the analogy that you can either give a man a fish today 
or you can teach him to fish for a lifetime. And just simply giving the man the fish today is very short-sighted thinking. It is so much better to teach him to learn how to catch his fish. That is a skill that will go on and will even impact his children and generations to come. Obviously, helping someone to just give them a meal, that is a one-time payment. But teaching a man to fish now is going to take some time. It's going to take further investment. And in order to do that, holding back a percentage of whatever sales it is or whatever donations to administer all of this is actually a necessary evil. So many of us with a big heart that we see all these causes around us and we just want to donate, we want to give, we want to give or help out or whatever it might be, it is sort of losing sight of the bigger picture and understanding what those funds can actually do over time instead of a massive payout up front. And there is a famous saying, I am not exactly sure where it came from because there is uh, much debate as to uh, if Einstein said this or whatever, but there's two versions of it. Number one is that Compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world. And the second version of this is that compound interest is the most powerful force in the universe. Now, either way of this, whether Einstein said this or not, I don't know. It's up for debate, but the principle is actually true. Money over time really grows and it becomes more powerful. And if you think of Warren Buffett, who is the Oracle of Omaha, the most famous investor of all time. I think really that's probably the best example that I could think of right now. He started off investing at a very young age and over time he was making a lot of funds. And I saw a documentary on him and it was one of the uh, sticking points for why he and his uh, first wife had some issues. It's because she had a philanthropic heart. She wanted to really just give a lot more and she thought he wasn't doing enough. He was donating and what have you in his younger years. But she felt that he could spend so much more. He could give to all of these different causes. And he simply said, trust him with what he is doing. Over time, he can grow those funds and he can make so much more money over his lifetime that they can be able to donate and have an impact that they couldn't even dream of. Well, fast forwarding it decades later, now Warren Buffett is one of those famous people for being one of the wealthiest men in the world that's donating, I think, 95% or 99%, some really high percentage of their uh, massive net worth into charity before their death. So am I saying that these projects should not spend any money? They should not donate? No, that is not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is in order to continue to have an impact that actually is lasting, opposed to just giving out that one fish, funds are going to be needed to run that organization. And if this is just a one-time thing, say storm relief or whatever it might be, helping a neighbor put a roof on their house or whatever it might be, that is no different than a GoFundMe page. But if we're going to do this whole Web3 thing with NFTs or a DAO or whatever it might be, 100% charity is really not that good of an idea because it is not sustainable. Now, I can think of a few projects that are funded by celebrities and how they're doing their 100% charity is that the celebrity is actually funding the admin of that. And in that case, it is sort of an exception to the rule. However, it still proves that additional funds are needed to order to carry that out. And there's also another issue with that, too. With these projects that are 100% charity, and even if they say that the secondary market, the sales are going to go to the charity as well, here's the thing. There is no resale value 
value really for that because why would I purchase that instead of just donating directly to the charity? Because if I wanted to give to, uh, to the charity, it just makes so much more sense for me to just give straight there as opposed to purchasing this NFT from another person that also wanted to donate from it and only a percentage of it then in that case from the royalty is going to go forward and the other percent goes to the original holder of the NFT. So it's okay. That's a sticky situation in itself. And it doesn't really make sense. And it comes to the whole thing that in order to have this secondary market, so some sort of value to it, there is going to be additional utility in the sense that there might be some sort of a, a telethon event or a virtual conference or something that is going to draw people in to say, okay, this is what we're going to do. You're going to hear about the cause. This is what we're all about. Here's the updates for the year or something, some sort of connection in order to give that token a resale value. But here's the thing, in order to do that, there is a cost associated with it. And in the case of the celebrities, as I said, they're just going to have to keep cutting checks, but that is literally no different than just donating to charity or in the case of just giving out fish every single day as opposed to the whole teaching them to fish. So really, it is all with good intentions. But in this Web3 space, as we're doing all of this stuff, we're literally building the plane as we're flying it in the air. We're making things up. We're breaking it. And in this particular model, I understand where the people's heart lies and they want to help and so forth. And we all do. At the end of the day, one of our slogans, wag me, we're all going to make it and so forth, is because we're looking at this whole big picture and we generally see ourselves as a community and we're trying to do good. We can even look over a What's going on with Russia and uh, Ukraine and all the funds, millions of dollars in a very short period of time has been funded through NFTs, DAOs, crypto wallets, and so much that I even heard the number that it, it is actually equal to or more than what the budget was for Ukraine because their budget is very limited. But international donors from all the world are literally chipping in through Web3. And yes, that we have that heart to give. And I'm not discouraging that or saying anything is negative about that. But when it comes to these charity long lasting projects, in uh, the sense that if you're going to have this NFT project, it should be something that is sustainable that can go on can have impact over time. Otherwise, just launch a GoFundMe page or send a check directly to a charity. So what are your thoughts about that? I would love to know what you're thinking. Do you agree with what I'm saying? Do you disagree with it? Or do you have a better model or any ideas that really you'd like to put out there? I would love to hear them. So feel free to contact me over on Twitter at Tropic Vibes. The link will be in the show notes. I would love to hear from you. And also over there, I like to give away some uh, different NFTs and it doesn't require you to retweet and tag 15 friends and do all sorts of other things, jump through hoops. No, just a lot of times I'll just give out some fun NFTs and ask a question or a poll or something and just interact with the audience. So I look forward to seeing you there. But most importantly, I want to thank you for listening to this episode, spending this time with me, and I will see you in the next one. Later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.